The Dangerous World by Tom G.S. Chapter 1. The Beginning Josh opened his eyes. His arms ached. His floppy back hair blurred his vision, and an arm echoed through his head, as if it was warning him that something bad was about to happen. He slid down out of bed, his legs struggling to hold his up his own weight. Josh looked up at his new wallpaper, the colours everywhere. He dressed into his warm clothes and dashed around the house. He was late for school, but something didn't feel right. It was Saturday, and his family had no plans. Sensing something was wrong, Josh double-checked all the rooms, but his family was nowhere to be seen. He was home alone. While he was trying to make sense of this, a, the door blashed open, sawdust scattered everywhere. Just then, a huge shadow stomped towards him, muttering curses. Josh was terrified. He ran upstairs, the hardwood hurting his bare feet. But he was only a few metres away from the evil figure. He had to get to his room, as he could lock the door and think of a plan to escape the house. The ground shook. He could see his bedroom door at the end of the corridor. Bash! The shadow was coming closer. Bash! Closer, closer, bash! Josh opened the door, relieved to see his messy bedroom, but was but screamed as he was picked up like a teddy into the shadow's monster-like grip. Chapter 2. Life is Tough When Josh next opened his drained eyes, drowsily he looked around the room he had found himself in. The walls were dusty and spiderweb infested. There was nothing to light up the room, which made it look like he was underground. The bricks were cracked, and the door had splinters all over. In the room was a table. On the ceiling, hanging precariously, was a light bulb, swinging side to side, making it harder to see. Next to the tiny desk was two dusty chairs facing each other, one of which Josh was sitting on. He knew he was far from home. In front of him, sitting, was a huge silhouetted figure, cloaked in the darkness, only to show a crooked nose sticking out, revealing warts and warts and unforgivable scars. The light bulb was so dim that the only thing Josh could see was a deal paper. He remembered that his dad had told him not to do deals with strangers and it could lead to more serious issues like being robbed or being kidnapped. Josh screamed in horror and tried to run away, but his body didn't obey as if it was too scared to move. An old croaky voice echoed, Sign it. Just then, he noticed a gold pen with scratches all over, making it look ancient. Josh's body automatically picked it up. The pen felt dry and unused. He didn't have control over himself. Sign it, the voice demanded again. Josh's hands were trembling. If he was to do this, who knows what he's committing to. When he'd written his name in the gold handwriting, it turned red. It was stained in the paper. You fool, you're in the army, came a cackle. Meanwhile, long and sharp nails pressed a button. Once the brown button was pressed, the room was lit up completely, and where the ghastly shadow was, a broad man with scars all over and a wooden leg, which made him look like a pirate, stood there. He sneered. 
You should have known better. I'm your general now, and you are on my crew. You scared? You should be. He felt Nishiva go down his back. Josh knew they wouldn't get along. Chapter 3. Buys are harder than hellos. Tears rolled down from Josh's eyes. He had to get home now and tell his father. He was in trouble. Big time. There was two stone paths. Which way should he go? He had to get home and start packing to leave tomorrow. He turned round, hoping that the giant man would be able to help, but he had disappeared from sight. Suddenly, out of nowhere, something jumped down from a tree. Joshes turned around, expecting something terrifying, but stood there was a skinny, innocent boy who held a dim piece of paper that had marks all over. Hey, he said enthusiastically, where are you going? You don't live round here. How did you know? Josh questioned in surprise. Never mind that. A grin creeped up his, his face, his eyes like sapphires glistening from the beautiful sunset behind. The old oak tree shadows reflected on the floor, making patterns. So you're in the army, he said warmly. Josh was so interested in the sight to take any interest in what the boy was saying. I know how to get you home, Sam explained. Josh stacked back into reality. Really? You do? Of course I do. By the way, my name's Sam. What's yours? Oh, my, um, Josh. My name is Josh. Come on, Josh. Here's the way. Sam ran into the darkness of the woods. Josh looked at the dark sky, the sun dying down. He had heard bad stories of what hides in the bushes and caves at night. He didn't want to be dinner. He hesitated, took a deep breath, and ran into the darkness of the woods. Sam was nowhere to be seen. All that Josh could see was the dense trees blocking the sunset light. At this rate, he probably wasn't going to escape the woods. The sight made him remember when he was eight, and he and his friends had carelessly ran into the darkness of the woods. Then he thought about how they thought they'd never escape the darkness, but he remembered how his big brother had came to help. Just then, a voice faintly shouted, You're coming, Josh? Um, okay, Sam, Josh replied. It felt like the forest was closing in. Every now and then, he'd trip up, finding it hard to get up from his knees. Then, a beam of faint light came down from the darkness of the air warding the shadows away like a cat chasing a mouse. He looked around, the light showing the way. Suddenly, everything blurred as Josh slowly descended to the rough ground. Josh's eyes fluttered. In front of him was Sam, looking down at him, a smear look on his face. Took you long enough? It's very late and I've been looking for you, exclaimed Sam, trying to help Josh up to his feet. Your mother will be so worried. Hurry up, as they ran into the direction of the streetlights. Knock, knock. The two tired boys waited for an answer, to find the door open with three heads relieved to see them. Come in, come in, exclaimed Mum. The two boys hurried in to find a feast on the dining table. Aromas of sausages and chicken lingering round the room. Sit down, you must be starving muttered Dad, as they all explained what had happened. So you're both in the army? asked Jack, as 
his brown eyes looking down at his little brother Josh. Yeah, answered Josh. Actually, whispered Dad, I am too. Really, exclaimed Mum, why didn't you tell me? B-b-because I, I, Dad whimpered as he burst into tears and stumbled out of the living room. I'll check on him, volunteered Josh as he made his way to the stairs, following the sound of his father's sadness. When he was at the bottom of the stairs, he remembered how he had run away from his general and how scared he was. His dad was sitting on his multicoloured bed, looking at the dirty floor, the room back and white, making patterns all over. Come in, he whimpered. What's wrong, Dad? questioned Josh, as Dad explained more. It's terrible. Barely anyone makes it back alive. I lost countless friends. Bombs are thrown and shot, and sleep isn't available. And if you survive, a scar is left, making you crazy. What do you mean, crazy? asked Josh. Something that you're not ready for, answered Dad. Never mind. Let's start packing. Okay, Dad. As Josh and his father walked out of the room, the floor creaked under their weight, standing tiny specks of dust everywhere. Meanwhile, downstairs, something was happening. I must leave, exclaimed Sam, rubbing his fingers on his jumper, leaving a stain. Really? But you haven't eaten yet, exclaimed Mum. She's right, you haven't, muttered Jack. I'll be fine, Sam answered as he opened the door, his hands gripping onto something. With an unsure look, Sam ran into the night, leaving a trail of breadcrumbs and lettuce leaves. He ran until he was at his place, his home. Once he was high up on someone's house, he lay down the stolen food. I brought food! Lots of it, Sam's voice echoed. Suddenly, a thin shadow shouted, Did you hear that, you lot? He's brought food! Just then, a group of skinny boys hurried over, their tattered and dirty coats swaying in the wind, their bodies as pale as ice, their feet deeply bruised from the stone, their arms weak and bony, pointing towards Sam, their hungry mouths watering, being lured towards the homemade food.